on today's episode of the Pin Seeker Pod. We've got a really fun one for you guys. It's finally here, our 2024 season preview. We're going to talk a little recap. Tons about the 2024 season. Anything you want, you name it. Then finally, we're going to talk a little bit about Pebble. Let's go. Welcome in episode 27 of the Pin Seeker Podcast. We have a big episode planned, 2024 PGA, or I guess golf now, season preview. Uh, 27, True. 27, outlived that other Pin Seeker Podcast. Shout out those guys. They got like eight or nine in their belts. So 27, yeah. honestly, man, I'm pretty impressed. I uh, I didn't know how this was going to go. It's been, it's been awesome kind of doing this at least semi-weekly during the season i know we had a bit of a break during the off season but 27 down i'm i'm pretty proud everyone needs a break man i mean the the big time players they got to recharge sometime too so shout out rory uh, we're just following the footsteps of the uh professional athletes actually 27 episodes man i was i was gonna say i was out in dubai collecting my uh my my bag my early season bag before i turn it on for this season it's a little uh foreshadowing for later (laughs) that's gonna be a good one uh 27 uh mike trout mike trout 27 oh yeah that sounds right that sounds right i don't know such a forgotten superstar man that we barely even know what he is like one of the best baseball players of all time and we can I think 27 is right. I Tragedy. Think. But I, I'd hope so. That'd be all time. Dropping the bag there. Any other 27s? Uh, the Packers third string running back, Patrick Taylor, is 27. That's all I got. Yeah, that's a good pull. That's a good pull. No, I got zero. Any Jets? I got zero. 27? Uh, no, not off the top of my no head. Mets. Jets. That's such a random run number, though. Yeah. 28 will be a lot easier. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, let's yeah. we're, we're gonna we're gonna chat about the uh 2024 season. Um first give our flowers to us for last week's prediction that there is gonna be a winner that you all know and that is an established winner on the tour after the early amateurs. And boy were we right. Um what's this guy's name? Who won? Pavon? Mathieu Pavon. Yep. 12 to 1 before the tournament. Jesus Christ. How does this keep happening, man? The croissant. <laughs> Mathieu Pavon. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I'd heard of him cause, just because I watched the little DP World Tour at the end of last year, but I don't know. I can't be. I got to be in the 0.01% there. Yeah. And and he was playing well leading up to it too. He played well in the first the last two events. Like if you if you're just looking at like recent form, would you be surprised that he played well again? No. Or am I surprised that he won at Tory Pines? Yeah. Of course. I mean and that's the thing. He was actually only God, I mean, what what have we come to now? Only hundred and twenty five to one. So about half the long shot of these other guys, which um still a big winner, but those guys that are priced there, as you well know from our darts in the long shot segment and pin seeking, that um they tend to be guys that you know, that you've heard of, that have been kind of contending or not not at the top of their game, etc. Uh Jacob, I was just most discouraged, and I didn't watch a single lick of this after uh my boy Sung Jay missed the cut. But I was just a bit discouraged by the guys that were chasing him. I kept checking on Saturday. I kept checking the leaderboard, and it was like, wait a second. We got Jake Knapp, Nate Lashley, former PGA Tour winner, uh, Steven Yeager, who we've talked about, Kevin Yu, who has been actually on a heater. Um, and then, of course, yeah, uh, he's my guy. The uh, One of the esteemed winners on the PGA Tour, Tony Finau. The leaderboard was just a crapshoot. 
And I don't know, like it, it raises a decent question that when we have leaderboards like this, this is what right this is what we said was the magic of the PGA tour. When when the whole live thing started, this is what we said. We could have these guys win. We could have the first Frenchman in 117 years win on the PGA Tour on any given week. We could have an amateur win, right? These crazy, crazy things could happen. And my question now is that now that we are having them happen, does that affect the viewership at all? Because a lot of people, like you said, probably looked at it and were like, who the hell are these guys? I'm not tuning in, myself included. But do you think that actually really affects the viewership? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yes, it does. I don't know if, like, okay, it depends on what I'm doing. But, you know, it's early in the golf season. Tori's usually when I start watching on the weekend. And if I have a guy in contention, then it's automatic. Um, This one's a little trickier because it's like later on friday later on saturday when you're kind of doing other things so it's not the greatest litmus test but i mean if given the option to flick this thing on and i see matthew pavone and tom whitney and kevin Yu and steven yeager battling it out down the stretch i'm a little less interested than if there are names that i do know at the same time i've spoken about the benefits to this in the past so maybe i'm a bit of a hypocrite i don't know like come on you got to be human right like golf yeah. golf is golf i think for for a lot of people for a lot of people that i don't think it matters who's playing right like like if we're thinking of like the people 50 60 plus it's just like they're just gonna watch it on the weekends yeah. what are regardless and and theoretically, that makes up a majority of the viewership for golf in general. So maybe it doesn't even matter. But if you look at these numbers, man, like Nick Dunlap's win, two two times the viewership from the year before. Uh, even the Sony was almost two times the viewership. Yeah. Just because great finishes, good stories. I don't know. What is that what it is? To be clear, I think Nick Dunlap's obviously a that's a unicorn scenario. That's very different. Obviously, I'm going to tune into that. But like, very exciting finish this weekend. Absolute stones from Pavon down the stretch. Um, whether he cheated mm-hmm. or not, which I, I guess is is news to allegedly. me. Allegedly, we'll um we'll let you bask in the glory of this win, Pavon. But yeah, I mean. You know, how many times do we complain when Scotty wins by four or there's like, I don't know, we we complain. I would much prefer this. Oh, of course. I agree. I would too. Even if I'm not watching. Yeah, right. And I'll watch. I'll, I'll watch and I'll get to know these guys too. So what if there's something to be said about the fact that the, the, the leaderboard was a majority European as well? I think that also might have something to do with it. Very interesting. Does Tori? Not a lot of people know from Europeans. Did Tori have a Euro correlation? Aussies, right? Mostly was what what I remember. Um, Rosie played well there in the past. Yeah. I believe he won there. McDowell. Nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Uh, I don't know. It's um. And 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 for what it's worth, like I don't think I would have watched it anyways, right? Like I was, it was it being on a Saturday also was is just weird for for viewership. I think like, people tend to not do anything on Sundays, rest and watch TV and shit like yep. that. So that probably if it was on Sunday, I would have watched more. But you know, this is this is kind of what like a dream scenario for these live people leaving and now that opens up these these huge long shot stories to win and if you're looking at hole 9 hole 10 hole 11 it is jaeger in front and pavon right there and hoygard right there but right behind them is obert and shawfully and finau two three shots back right homa five shots back Right, like that theoretically is the dream viewing scenario. Like, is this guy gonna hold on while the big guns behind them? Uh, are they gonna catch up? And and it just so happens that we're now three weeks in a row of the long shot holding on. Yeah, it's it's true. 
it's tough to complain. It's it was good golf too and great setup. Played pretty hard. You know, thirteen under with the day on the yeah. north course. We didn't think I didn't think that was going to be the case. I know. I think uh, Friday was just a crap like round of the day was like four under. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was fun. Um, yeah. I mean, picks didn't do too well. But what else is new? Got a long season ahead of us. Nope. Nope. Yep. A long season. I know. But we saw that last. It's year. a good thing we released the episode and it never after turned around. The tournament started, so no one could tell. So then, well, yeah, and also they know that we're not cheating, right? Because why would we release an episode after? So all you listeners out there who are like, "Oh, they released it after," we're honest. I don't think there's enough people listening for that. We're honest, honest, we're very honest. Integrity, the key to podcasting. Yeah. It's all about the integrity. Unlike Pavone. Well, honestly, all that's about the integrity. That's like seven more minutes than I expected to talk about that tournament. So fun, fun that we got to do that. Fun. We've got uh we've got some bigger fish to fry. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> well, Jacob. Yes, we do. Scott, you're gonna have more more opportunities to speak French. Let me just say that. So uh I'm good. Good. We'll get Bonjour. we'll get ready for that. I'm gonna do something a little bit different here to to preview the 2024 season. Um, Jacob and I got together with our uh, lovely minds the past couple days to come up with a series of questions we're gonna ask each other. Um, and while the PGA Tour typically waits till the end of the year to give out awards, Jacob and I are deciding to flip the script and actually give out the awards right now. So um, I'm sure these will age just as just as well as our picks do on a weekly basis. And uh, the great part is we get to release these in February or January, for that matter. And um, we'll probably get to play this back in November and see see everything we were right about. That'll be that'll be a fun exercise looking back and, and seeing how we nailed every single one of these takes. Some of them, I don't know if we'll ever get a, a solid answer, but we'll know. We'll know. You'll know. We'll know. Uh, and and maybe in some cases, not ever getting an answer is us getting the take right. Absolutely. So, like, why why does there need to be a winner? I could just a hundred to one. I call it a lock. I win. I'm the book. Easy. There we go. So, uh, without further ado, our 2024 season preview, Pinseeker Pod official season preview. All right. Our first category, one that is often talked about online. Um, is there an actual award for this? Um, no, like they do, they do rookie of the year, but we'll, right. we'll you know distinguish that okay so uh this one is breakout player of the year and uh we've come up with a few candidates here very very worthy candidates um jacob you want to go ahead and read those for us yes the first nominee for breakout player of the year ludwig oberg definitely definitely valid and we have tom kim ju young kim Cameron Young, Eric Cole, Nikolai Hoygaard, third place last week or runner-up last out. week or something like Ryder that. Ryder Cup And the last nominee for Breakout Player of the Year, Minwoo Lee. Ooh, Minwoo. This is an interesting one. Minwoo. So I yes. think that I am going to rule out a couple names. Off the bat, you can tell me if you agree or disagree, but I think Tom Kim's breakout already happened. And yeah, yeah, he could theoretically take a next step, but the guys won a couple tournaments. I think he's kind of different than other players on this list. So I would say he is true, ineligible true. for breakout player of the year. Yeah, I'm I mean, put Oberg on that same level. I, it seems like these guys kind of did break out Oberg's chalk like he's he's gonna be if if they were making a market for this he's he's plus 150 to win this in the sixth way it's it's yeah probably and and i have no interest there i don't also 
the fact that this guy continues to be priced the way he is in tournaments, like he's a top 10 golfer in the world. I guess now you could argue in, in some of these fields, it probably makes more sense. But I guess in the fall, he was like 10, 12 to 1. I thought it was outrageous. Like every week. Yeah, yeah. insane. Um, so yeah, I'm not too excited about that one either. Uh, Cam, Cam Young's dead, no. dead to me. Dead to me. And, and he, why has he not got the bag yet? Well, he still he still could uh, yeah right. He still could pick up that first win, I suppose. I feel like it was only about a year ago that we were calling him the next guy. He's him, yeah. not even a year ago. So, I mean, yeah, I think he'll come back. I wouldn't be shocked if he won this year. But is he playing this week? I don't know. It, it's he is playing this week. He is playing this week. He is on my players to fade list. <laughs> Great. Um. Yeah. I get tough to agree. Although he did play well in Dubai, choked choked one away to. Uh, is that the one Rory won? That was the one Rory won. Yeah. Choked. He choked that one away pretty heavy. Didn't like plus one on the weekend after having like a seven shot lead going into the weekend. Um. That did not give me any confidence. Yeah. Okay, so who do we have left? We have Cole, Hoygaard, and Minwoo. 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 Uh, Minwoo won in Australia. Um, prodigious ball speed. Himwoo. Friends with good, good. Himwoo. Nikoloi, Ryder Cup last year. Uh, almost won last week. Probably should have won last week, honestly. Yeah. And uh, the reigning PGA Tour Rookie of the Year, Eric Cole. Eric Cole. I think I think Cole is probably a little bit less likely to break out because of his consistency last year. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I want to see him win, but also we could have seen the ceiling of Eric Cole, and the rest of these guys are young and have much higher ceilings. All right. Yeah, I I agree. I I I do think there's one winner here. I I and I okay. and I think we're on the same page. So, without further ado, the 2024 Pin Seeker Pod Breakout Player of the Year is. I wish I could add their drum roll. Yeah, there's got to be yeah. a drum roll noise in here. So, ooh, look at that, Minru. Hip. Is that good? <laughs> Him Woo Lee. Totally botched that. Him Woo Lee. Congrats. Congrats, Him Woo. Um, unfortunately, he just he just eliminated any chance of winning a tournament this year. Now that we've called him yeah. a break. Surely that will not goosh him <laughs> at all whatsoever. Um, okay. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the second category? All right. All right. This, this category is uh, one of my favorites to go over every year. Um, it, it's that next level of guys from the top, right? This category, our second, is going to be the first time major winner of the year. And the candidates for this award, Jesus, I'm, I'm laughing down this list. Uh, let's, let's, let's start at the bottom here. Max Homa, Victor Hovland, Tony Finau, I couldn't say that one with a straight face. Xander Shoffley, equally as difficult to say <laughs> with a straight face. And this one. And Patrick Cantlay. I mean, do we even need to talk yeah, this about is, those last three names? This has basically been the same list for like three years now. <laughs> do, you, do you think that... W- and in, the, in those top three guys, seven years. Okay. Well, obviously, they're not going to be our choice. But, like, do you think that one of those guys gets it done a decade from now? How many? I, I mean, yeah, it would be hard to say not. It would It would be hard to say not that none of them will win. I, I think out of those three, Xander is the most likely. Completely agree. Um, yeah, I think probably Xander gets one. Maybe Cantlay gets one. Yeah, but that's a we're on the same. That's page. a less than that's fifty less than fifty percent chance. And there is a zero percent chance. And there's almost no chance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, gets one. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Little to no chance that Finau pulls out a major, unless they unless they um, move the uh, the PGA Championship to Detroit Golf Club next year, or be or right, be right, right. Move it to Detroit be, and and have none of the top guys. Danta, just him. Then that it'll be. Oh my god! Uh, that's the t- well. That is Tony Finau's major. Or if the poor, it's like <laughs> it is. It is. So maybe he will win a major in theory. Yeah, I think I think we could argue these the next two guys, Victor Hovland and Max Homa. Um, look to me, I I I believe that max will win i think that the Ryder cup was a huge thing for him and i think he, he will take that next step but it's also his major record is eerily similar to Cantlay in like the fact that they just like do not finish in the top 20 ever. he doesn't contend and if they do it's like a backdoor it doesn't ever contend ever um and i do need to see a little more i think uh- before I pick, yeah, him. I agree. Last last year was a major opportunity and a big disappointment for him at majors. I thought the courses set up very well, um, and I haven't I haven't taken a look at the courses as much this year for how his game will fit. Haven't seen how he's playing, but I yeah. think last year he really it went downhill from Tory, and you kind of thought that that was going to be like the Scheffler springboard to two or three more wins, or at least almost wins, and nothing nothing yep. really came of it until his performance at the Ryder Cup so it, it's it's more difficult to trust what he'll do Hovland seems like the safe answer um honestly I I find it difficult to envision a world where he doesn't end up with multiple majors at the end of the day with how solid his ball striking yeah, is I, and the uh his ability to continue to improve that short game um I think that'll go a long way Look, I, my only concern there is that the the short game does show up sometimes, even in those big moments. Um, and and having that glaring of a flaw, it almost always shows up under pressure. It's true. Um, even when he was winning those huge events at the end of last year, like you saw it once in a while come into play. And short game is huge at majors, so. I think he'll need the right conditions and the right amount of domination. But he he's the type of guy that can win in a route where it 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 won't 100%. won't matter. And ultimately like it won't matter. I I think yeah. I think that's how he'll get it done. Um I really I I think I think he's he's got a really good shot at the PGA um to win that tournament going uh, going yeah, away. Me too. Uh a pretty pretty elite um, ability to get hot. Not that many people in the world can get that hot, even if it's just for a couple weeks. Um, the way that he showcased it down the stretch last year was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, feels like feels like we're in agreement here, but the uh the formality. Yep. The pin seeker pod first time major winner of the year is who? Jacob. Victor Hovland. Congrats. Congrats, Vic. Oh, no. Congrats, Victor. He's going to have a Zalatoris back injury be out for the year. These are... Oh, jeez. Actually, honestly, all these winners, we should just fade. So then we're right one way or another. Yeah, how do we do that, though? Just bet to win the Masters. No. Victor Hovland to win a major and no. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, okay. Yeah. The th- We're screwed either way, buddy. The third category. This was all Jacob. I'm going to have him explain uh, uh, what this means. It's the... <laughs> all right. Kind of ironic coming from you. Uh, the Saudi Arabia blood money winner of the year. <laughs> yes. That's our third category. Saudi Arabia Blood Money winner of the year. Okay. We have some interesting nominees for this one. Um, I guess uh, pretty much... Wait. This, you, could take this, you could take this a couple ways. Is it, it's not just the live player of the year, right? To be clear. I mean, in a way it is. 
in a okay, way. In is. a way, I see. But but like you know, not that not like Taylor Gooch, right? Peter Uline. It's more. It's it's right, more right, like right. it's not like who's going to play the best fifty four hole shotgun golf. Okay, it's 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 the essence of the league in general. There's some nuance. I see. I see. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why did these people choose to play live golf, um, and get the blood money and be become blood money winners? Uh, it's to win blood money, and one of these people I expect will do better than the others. Yeah, in that regard, I think I think we're in alignment there. All right, so we've got uh we've got Kep- All right. Kepka, and this goes for either Chase or Brooks, but they're one category, one answer. So they both win or not of correct. I don't think Chase Kepka is on the list him, but yeah. Well, yeah, relegated. Uh, Cam Smith, <laughs> John Rahm, Phil, and Bryson. God, I hate I hate every name on this list except John Rahm. But yep, it yep. just makes me sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Rahm. I used to love John Rahm. I used to love John Rahm too. Fuck. I want to still love him. All right. Um, I know. I know. I feel like there's there's not that much to be said here. Yeah. yeah I, there's a clear winner. I agree. I agree. Um, right. Yeah. 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 Um, let's do it. This is uh, the winner of the Saudi Arabia Blood Money Winner of the Year is Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. Congrats, congrats, Philip. Congrats. I don't want to get. I don't want to give him more airtime. I'm done with it. Okay. Next. Next category. Moving on. The PGA Tour Rookie of the Year. Oh, this, so this is a real, real award. Um. Okay. Well, we've got what the last one was. <laughs> like one. Yeah, you're right. Great, great point. Um. Well, we've got two two great candidates, the last two winners. What what's the what's yep. the guy's name who won last week? Matthew Pavon. That's right, that's right. I just Mat- wanted to hear Jacob say it. And like Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> just like that. Um Nick Dunlap, obviously. <laughs> I can't read this one. Obviously. <laughs> Adrian Baronk. Adrian Moran. PGA yeah, Tour so legend. Choice. Yeah. Yes. Zero zero career In starts, all starts as a full member. No. Yeah, as a as full, a full member. member. Yeah, zero career starts. <laughs> I had to clarify. Well, you know, we don't know that. That might change. Yeah. Actually, foreshadowing to question number six here. Um, we've got Adrian yep. Dumont de Chassart. We're not sure if he's Belgian or French. They claim he's Belgian. He's but, definitely uh, Belgian. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds I don't French. Know. I guess it's the yeah. same. It's kind of the same country, right? They're like waffles. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He played well this week. Uh, I bet the French would be really pissed that we said it was the same country. Yeah. They would not like that. Corn- I bet they'd both be pretty pissed that we said that. Ooh, he went to Illinois. He He's from... V- yeah. Villiers, Villiers la Ville, Belgium. But that sounds like it's a place in France, wow. so I just I don't believe it. Yeah. And he had a great result. Okay. And that's European geography for you. He finished 75th this past week. seeking European geography. <laughs> um, Yo, didn't he win on the Corn Ferry yeah, Tour? Like yeah. three starts into his career? Yeah. Got a lot of talent. He's just setting the win. Giving this guy... He'll be good. Be too much. He'll be good. He'll be good. Yeah, he won the BMW Charity Pro Am. Josh Teeter was his opponent. Okay. What was this? This is the Corn Ferry tournament. He won. Won. Oh, all right. Well, it's a I don't win. even know who's going to win this. Um, Pavone and Rio Hitsatsune. Actually, an absolute dog on the European tour. Yeah, yeah, pretty good uh, start. Start, yeah, to his two PJ Tour campaign, two T thirties and a T eleven at the Amex. Yeah, 
He's a dog. I think yeah. he's still like 21, too. So Okay. Next to Decky. Next to Decky. Some say. So, Jacob, uh, this one's on you. I don't even I don't even think there's much, right. much time for a discussion on this one. But uh our PGA Tour rookie of the year is Ryo Satsune. Yeah. That one's actually gonna age so well. I'm I'm excited about this one. Hopefully. I'm excited about this one. Yeah. That might, I think that's for sure a good take. I think that one, that one might definitely not wrong about that. I think it's probably a better chance than Murak. Okay. This also a great, great Jacob question. Um, 2024 merger of the year. Yes. The merger of the year. So where could you be going with this? Uh, the nominees. The nominees for merger of the year are PGA Tour and Live. That's a good one. Yes, that that still is a thing. Minus a thousand. Um, we also we also have the PGA Tour and Strategic Sports Group. Oh, is which um has been has been in the news lately. Which is actually this is actually going to happen. Um, Saudi Arabia, PIF Royal Investment Fund, and strategic sports group which are like billionaire sports owners in the united states like fenway sports group etc right um are basically putting billions of dollars into pga tour enterprises which is okay that that like original um framework like from a year ago which is the combination dp world tour live um PGA Tour triangle. So basically they're putting all that money into that so the PGA Tour will own all of that. I see. It's not yes. That's the worst idea. So it's like basically like exactly the same are they just as what we originally thought was going to happen except instead of just Saudi Arabia buying them, it's now America American capitalism and Saudi Arabia buying right. them. They just want to get in Probably on the Probably to avoid some sort of antitrust thing yeah, or something like I that. I see. I see. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Well, that is one of them. Um, we also have Ludwig Oberg and his new caddy, Joe Scovrin. the ex-caddy for Ricky Fowler. I saw this. Good merger. That yeah. is a good merger. Um, probably a good choice. Scovrin was on Tom Kim's bag. So that that is interesting. That that's him telling you who he thinks is better between those two. Did Tom Kim was there anything that came out about that split? Not really. Not really that I've heard of. I think it was just Scovrin was like, "Hey buddy, I got a better opportunity." Yikes. Yeah. Probably probably I mean, probably a good call. For those both of both of those Probably good call. Both those feel like pretty good jobs, though. So he, it's a good decision to have if you're that guy. He went from one breakout pin seeker pod breakout player of the year runner up to another pin seeker pod breaker breakout player of the year runner up. Very yeah, very close. And uh, wrapping up the category, we have um, the Legion Thirteen: oh, John Rom and Terrell Hatton, the lived the newest live team. Um, which, by the way, Rom explained in a video today, um, is standing for the old Legion 13 from Roman history, which was like Julius Caesar's team and whatever that he took to invade in Rome before he was the king or whatever he was. Um, he did not talk much about, he talked a lot about how loyalty was a big thing, um, in the Legion 13, uh, but failed to mention that uh, Julius Caesar was then stabbed in the back by his whatever brother. Brutus. So, uh, yeah. They uh, they definitely aren't paying him to uh, think. They are paying him to golf. God, he used to be so smart. Money, man, it changes you. <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> It's just like wow. It it 
he could have chosen anything by the way he did not need to choose that now now ty he was like i love roman history yeah ty hatton's gonna stab him in the back overnight for his for his 600 million dollar bag as opposed to ty's 50 surely do you think do you think it's like that's crazy different yeah it's such a big difference these numbers that are reported like do you think there's anything like yo let me guess some of that i mean first of all like i mean maybe it's crazy i mean imagine also it's just like do you think do you think that like john rom is proportionally 500 is like like that proportion between 600 million dollars and 50 million dollars like does that actually make that much of a difference i don't know i can't dream of this type of money all i'm thinking about is that i don't mean just like in a money sense i mean like in a golf sense yeah like is he 550 dollars 550 million dollars more important to them proportionally yeah probably and ty hatton i think maybe i think it's you think I think it's less about the that he's that dollar amount more important and that he's like that multiple important of Ty, than Ty Hatton. I think he's probably six times more important than Ty Hatton. That makes sense to me. Or 10 times. Yeah, but that's 12 times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard for my brain to comprehend those numbers even harder than it is for John Rahm. For sure. Comprehend for sure. For sure. His numbers. No, it's a, it's a really well, good he question. Can't, he can't comprehend very much, apparently. Um, okay. Except but Roman anyways, history. Merger of the year. Roman history. Roman numerals. Big Roman numerals guy. All right. Legion XIII. I'm going to let you announce this one. Uh, I'll, I'll tee it up, though. The 2024 okay, Pinseeker Pod first official merger of the year goes to Matt Wolf and the Range Ghosts. Ooh, out of nowhere. Congrats. Congrats, Matt Wolf. Newest member of the Range Goats. <laughs> the match made in heaven. The merger made Is in heaven. Is still running that um, show? They'll do big things this year. No, he, he's, he's who they switched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gooch is on Brooks's team. I did read this. I did read this. Uh, sounds like a horrible yeah, yeah, trade, yeah. actually. I don't know how these... Um, not according to Bubba Watson? Yeah, I, I did see that. Merger of the year, according to Bubba did Watson. The, did so. these guys pay for... Congrats, Range Goats and Matt oh, Wolf. Yeah. All right, I, I, need a, I need a new... new, uh, new ca- oh, damn it. <laughs> I thought we were going to get off these guys. All right. Uh, next question. <laughs> uh, not to be confused with the Saudi Arabia blood money winner of the year. This is the Saudi Arabia bag chaser of the year. Jacob. Very different. Very, different. very, very, very different. I think in, in the nominees, you will, you will then see the difference. Yes. Um, our first nominee for Saudi Arabia bag chaser of the year goes to Wyndham Clark. <laughs> Wyndham no Clark, um, the reigning U.S. Open champion, um, current PGA Tour member, still not on live, despite us saying a lot and a lot of rumors uh, saying that he will be on live. Um, I think it's just a matter of time, or they realized that he was not worth anything to them. But either way, our second nominee, Anthony Kim. Anthony Kim making a comeback. Big news, actually. We have Tyrell Hatton, Legion XIII member and merger of the year nominee. Future John Rahm murderer. Lucas Herbert. Herbie. Yes. Brut- the, the Brutus. The Brutus of uh, Saudi Arabia. Um, Herbie, the fourth member of Ripper GC, has not yet been announced, so this will be really weird if come... Friday, whenever this live season starts, uh, he's not on the team, but pretty sure he is. Uh, okay, we have the next nominee is Jay Monahan. <laughs> Jay Monahan, um, PGA Tour commissioner, I think still a strong option. Although maybe he stepped down. Did he step down? Is he alive? Whatever. Who cares? Um, and the final nominee. For Saudi Arabia Bag Chaser of the Year, Rory McIlroy. Oh, Rory. 
walked back his comments, walked back his comments earlier today. And um, he says that all the live players should be welcomed back with open arms and no one should be judged by their past decisions. Um, this guy, man. how noble of you, Rory, such a, such a humble, humble man. Oh God. Um, a lot of, a lot of worthy candidates here, but, but there is, yes. there is, it's just full of worthy candidates. There's truly one winner. And I think, I think we know who it is. All right. Patches. The winner of the Saudi Arabia bag chaser of the year is who? Wyndham Clark. Another shocker, I think. I, Congrats, Wyndham. I mean, it'll be really fun. This might be his last win yeah, ever. Yeah, it. Well, no, that was. Oh, yeah, I guess. I guess it is. Certainly couldn't get one at the Ryder Cup. No, God. he will never be on another Ryder Cup team. And he will never win another major. I, but it was fun. Well, I would it. laugh my ass off if Wyndham Clark just like has a deal in place, and then the merger goes through, and then it just gets scrapped off the table. He'd lose out on like fifty bucks or whatever they're gonna pay him. Yeah, I think Wyndham Clark would have to pay Liv to go over there. He'd be the first yeah. ever player that would have to pay. Them. I'd rather have James Pyatt. That's tough. I wonder where he is. Live triple A. Yeah, whatever that is. Okay. Uh, All right. Couple more here. Yep. You want to toss off the next category? Yeah, this one's uh pretty self-explanatory. The uh, the loser of the year. Um, got a ton of great category. a ton of multiple time PGA Tour winners on here, but I I think I think it speaks for itself. Um. Number one, Scotty Scheffler. Number two, Rory McIlroy. Huge loser. Phil. Huge loser. Phil's going to be tough to beat. Dude, how many PGA Tour wins do we have as the loser of the year? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think we have like three of the top ten. 65? Two of the top ten so far. 65 total wins. Oh, more than that. Well, this guy won't. We could, be, we could be in the 80s. Next candidate won't be bringing too many to the uh, the total. Tony Finau makes it makes another appearance on the nominee. Tony, Tony Finau. a great year. <laughs> Patrick Cantlay. Number, the last one Patrick is uh, just Loser. the PGA Tour in general. So, uh, yeah. I Loser. Loser of the year. And uh, this, this winner is going to come as no surprise. Loser. It's going to come as no surprise to anyone that listens to the show. Uh, Phil already got his award, so spoiler alert, it's not going to be him. The Pin Seeker Pod 2024 Loser of the Year is Tony Mickey Mouse Tony Finau. Finau. Except for... Tony, congrats. What, what is that weekend? March, like late March, Vinanta, Vinanta. For one weekend, Tony will be a winner again. The Mexico Open. Tony. Okay. Well, I like this one. All right, patches. Um, I gotta, I gotta roll back. We got one here. Um, this is the next Frenchman slash Belgian. To win a PGA Tour tournament of the year, you know, I I was I was been I've been looking at the questions, and I think I saw so many French names in front of me. I just thought it was all one question. So apologies for skipping over this yeah. earlier. It would have been perfect segue after Mathieu Pivon won. This is this is one of my favorite the the winner of the next Frenchman Belgium to win a PGA Tour <laughs> tournament of the year. Not the next winner, but the winner of the next winner. To be right. clear. Right. To Just to be clear. So, we have my personal favorite, Mathieu Pavon. And, but he just won last week, so yeah. that's going to be tough to follow up. You don't win twice. Um, the next nominee, Victor Perez. PGA Tour full-time rookie. Um... 
almost made the Ryder Cup team, but didn't. Didn't do it. We have Gregory Havre, um, the runner-up for the 2010 <laughs> U.S. Open. He's ancient. Not sure where he is these days, but still, not that many Frenchmen either. Or Belgians. He's my leader in the clubhouse. Uh, next, next is Nicholas Colsarts. Also, the he played in a he played in a Ryder Cup, right? Yeah. He's also ancient. The first Belgian candidate, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's pretty I think old he played in that 2010 U.S. Open too. <laughs> yeah, he probably did. Um, next, we have Adrian Dumont de Chassard from Village de la Vigile in Belgium, like Pat just said before. Friend of the podcast. Um, and the last one is Thomas Peters. Oh. Uh, yep. Also, he's on the Live Tour and didn't even sniff contention in a single event last year. So he might be in retirement, but if he ever comes back to the PGA Tour, people have been saying for a long time that he's going to win a PGA Tour event. I like have raised chances over Thomas Peters. Okay. Uh, yep. the, All right. The 2024 winner of the next Frenchman Belgian to win a PGA tournament of the year is... Adrian Dumont de Chassard. From Ville de Ville, Ville, Belgium. The Frenchman. Congrats. Congrats, Adrian. Where is it? Where does Congrats. he win? Congrats. He wins the John Deere. Homecoming. Done. Lock it in. Wow. Wow. I'm locking it in now. Are there futures? Probably John not. John Deere look-aheads. <laughs> I bet you could find it somewhere. Yeah, just call up. Call. Hey, can you guys? Can you guys list just just one guy for this tournament in, in August? Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just give me one thing. I don't care about anyone else. All right, back to reality. The comeback player of the year. Um, we've got a bunch of very worthy candidates here. Um, starting off with none other than Will Zalatoris, coming off his uh, tough back injury. Daniel Berger. DFL last week looks to be in peak for form yep. already. I'm sure there's a there's a hazard dispute that he's ready to get into. He, he loves those. Yep. Um, Tiger, obviously, he he actually he doesn't he. I, I don't know how how eligible he is for this award because it's it's not like a big enough award for for Tiger. Like he just wants majors. Yeah. Right. Well. He might not play enough. Yeah, for, true. Like, either true. way, like Embiid. Uh, but if he wins three majors, yeah, then... you, you kind of have to break the rules there. Anthony Kim again yeah. after his appearance as a nominee Aiken. as the Sh- Saudi Arabia bag chaser of the year, he's back. The comeback player of the year. We have a uh, AK forty seven. Justin Thomas, kind of an interesting case here. You're coming back from sucking, so I think he'll yep. he'll get a lot of attention. Uh, the last one is he's going to win this week. Is one of our favorite PGA Tour players, uh, Demar Hamlin. You see, yes, seems to have Demar, a back from the dead. Yeah, I, I don't see how we don't give it to him. Honestly, maybe the first player to win comeback player of the year in two leagues in the same year. We'll see. Joe Flacco might have something to say about that. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, real quick. It's 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 probably going to be JT, right? There's so much hype about it. he's got his game back. Yeah, he's going to win this week. Yeah. No, he's not. Yeah, he no, is. he's not. No. Someone give me a no market on it. Just saying. Okay. I love I love when we disagree. It it means that. One of us will be right. Me too. <laughs> um, all right. The, Which is the only time that either of us will be right. JT may or may not win this week. He won't. But the 2024 PGA Tour Comeback Player of the Year, Pinseeker Pod, is... 
AK-47, Anthony Kim. Wherever he comes back. Congrats, Congrats, Anthony Kim. Hasn't even come back yet. But there was an article about him potentially coming back and weighing offers. Probably going to live. I I can't imagine. I I don't know. I I feel like just the thought of him coming back and and the idea of him coming back got more steam than any of these guys ever will in their entire careers. Outside of DeMar Hamlin, who is also a worthy candidate. Right. Right. Uh, No, no disrespect to the guy who died and came back. No no disrespect at all. Anthony Kim is better. Speaking of dying and coming back to life, uh, Dustin Johnson, if you'll remember, was suspended for cocaine use back in the early 2010s only to come back and win a U.S. Open Masters, uh, fake Masters, and go to live. So this year we have the 2024 Dustin Johnson Memorial most likely to get suspended for drug use of the year. God, we got to shorten these awards. It's a great category. <laughs> it's a great category. Uh, first, All right. first nominee, Jacob. First nominee is Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. More of a gambler. Um, next nominee, Tiger Woods. Noted user of drugs. Um, may or may not have caused several accidents, but may or may not allegedly. We'll leave it there. Uh, C is recent tour winner, Grayson Murray. Jesus Christ. Um, former alcoholic and sober now. But, you know. You never know. Is he? Is he? Jesus Christ. Um, next nominee, Tiger Woods. Oh, our first two-time nominee, same award. Yep. And uh, the last nominee for the 2024 Dustin Johnson Memorial, most likely to get suspended for drug use of the year, is Chris Kirk. Oh, an- another story. Chris Kirk. Um, also a former alcoholic and recent huge tour yeah. winner. Um, okay, so the difference to me between Chris Kirk and, and Grayson Murray is Chris Kirk won about triple what Grayson did at the Century compared to the Sony. Yep. And while they're, they'll both yep. dabble, I'm just speaking in pure, like, more numbers... More likely, you know. I I see your point. Access. I see your point. I I also think there's there's a good chance that Grayson Murray is making up the story about him being not being an alcoholic anymore. I tend to agree. I tend to agree. Or that he was an alcoholic to cover up, like the, the child predator stuff. Yep. yep. Not a great guy. Not a great guy. Yeah, that's gonna that. that seems more likely. Uh. Tiger Woods and Tiger Woods are very interesting to me. Um, it'd yeah. be impossible to choose, though. Well, he does use, he uses a lot of yeah, drugs. Yeah. He does. So, on here twice for all but, of the drugs. But which, which Tiger would you have? I mean, I, I, that's why I feel like it's kind of tough to. It's a toss up. Yeah. It's a toss up. Um, and then Phil's just a gambler. So. Yeah, okay. yeah, but also his eyes look like he uses cocaine true. a lot. Okay, the, the 2024 Dustin Johnson Memorial most likely to get suspended for drug use of the year goes to Chris Kirk. We alluded to it earlier. Congrats, Chris. More money. More shots to him. I, I kind of feel bad saying that one out loud. Congrats, Chris. Just there's no way that he didn't party after winning four million dollars. That guy's dead to me, actually, for what he did to Eric Cole. I know you like Chris Kirk, you know. <laughs> hey, doesn't mean he can't party. My life's never been the same since that moment. Okay, true. Couple more true. here. Uh more likely. Oh, this is an award. Actually, it is the the more likely to win first green jacket of the year award. And they're just two candidates here. Uh, PGA Tour Comeback Player of the Year, Anthony Kim and Rory McIlroy. 
I'm op- wow. I'm open to debate on this one. I I think the debate is clear. I think we could just go and announce the winner. Why debate? I'm just worried about the eligibility of one of them. I think the question is more likely. Okay. Then I- and one of them is zero. Okay. I think we announce it. The uh, 2024 Pin Seeker Pod more likely to win first green jacket of the year. First annual is. Rory McElroy. Anthony Kim. <laughs> Do we have to go to consensus? Oh boy. All right, I guess we do. Do we have to debate? Do this? we need a tiebreaker? Okay, you. Roy McIlroy has a zero percent chance of winning. Wait, did I? I missed the word wording. I said more like, oh, oh, I missed it. Oh, I, you know, I was thinking less likely. I'm, I'm, a, I'm in alignment. Anthony Kim. I meant to say Anthony yeah, yeah, Kim. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. more likely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said less likely. Jacobs more likely. Jacob said yeah. it best when he said one guy has zero percent, and that's Rory McIlroy. So, right. exactly. I don't, I don't care if Anthony Kim tees it up or not. I'd rather take that chance than have Rory McIlroy. Agreed. Agreed. My bad. My bad. One of these guys has played well at Augusta. The other has Anthony Kim has. One of these guys hasn't teed it up in 12 years, and he's won two Pin Seeker Pot Awards. Just saying. I, it's impressive. It's very impressive. He's on the short list for preseason MVP of the Pin Seeker Pod 2024 preseason preview awards. Yes. Rory, don't fret, though. While I tried to give you an award there, it's not yours. But this one is sure to be. It is the 2024 first player of the year to bitch about the course setup publicly of the year. And there's one nominee for this one. Who's the nominee, Jacob? Uh, that nominee is none other than Rory McIlroy. Oh my God! And he won something. C- congrats, Rory! You finally, you finally won something. That's all I gotta say there. And that was the 2024 Pin Seeker Pod Season Preview Award Show. Thank you very much for listening. All right, Jacob, should we pin seek? Let's do it. All right, big tournament this weekend. We've okay. talked about it a little. I, I'm running out of gas here, though. So let, let's get our guys. Let's get them in quick. Everyone knows what Pebble Beach is. No more Monterey Peninsula Country Club. Spyglass. Jacob, your pick to click this week. My pick to click is Max Homa. Love it. Love it. I just, I just think California maximum. Yep. Uh, not, no more than that. I my pick to click is a guy that almost died here last year. Uh, kind of keep going back to the well this, with this guy when I see his his numbers where they are, um, and that's going to be Jordan Spieth. I I don't have enough in there to say that he's a winner, but he's played well here before. And if you remember, Jacob, his performance here in 2022 kind of sparked. What we thought was what 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 ended up or was it twenty one twenty one or twenty two twenty one twenty one when did he win the Valero followed it up with the waste management right yeah played well here played very well here and it was like kind of yeah. coming down the stretch I think it, yeah, yeah yeah you're right you're right um kind of after he dealt with all those uh those bad years that no, was it was twenty yep two twenty one you're right. Was it that recent? I thought it was 22. Yeah, it was, whatever. Jordan Speed. One of those years. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, my um, dark horse, right? Dark horse is going to be Ben On. Love it. Love it. Young Hyung On. He was in my list, too. I, uh, Really good performances leading up, uh, plays well on shorter courses, elite short game, and putting doesn't matter as much at Pebble on the POA. 
and other courses. It's true. It's true. It's it's tough for me to disagree there. I uh, I love Benny on. Uh, okay, so this guy, it's kind of cheating, but I saw him at forty five earlier, so I'm gonna sit here. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Matty Fitz, um, not my favorite course fit. I just think it's an egregious number compared to where he's priced usually. Um, played pretty well at the century, was it? I feel like he was on a leaderboard recently. His early tournaments. Yeah, I think he did. He did. Um, he played very well at the Hero. Uh, and then played okay That's for a bit right. at the century. That's right. I knew it was a golf tournament I was watching. Anyway, uh, Matty Fitz, numbers too, too high. Love that. All right. My long shot this week is going to be... I got a few in mind, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Nick Taylor. Interesting. Canadian won here before. Yep. Almost won a signature event last year. Um, If he gets that putter really hot, course isn't too long. He could contend. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. I actually think his number is way too high as well. Um, mine is the the hometown kid third year in a row backing this guy he uh withdrew in the fourth round last year shout out but um 200 to one kind of kind of crazy for an early season and that's uh mav mcneely played pretty well last week too. yeah he did i i was actually i was shocked to see this number uh mav mcneely yeah. i don't really love his game but this is like a this is a home game for him played well here before he was yep. 22 or 23 in this tournament the last two years Totally. I know this field's totally. I mean, different, but like, right? That's a discrepancy I can't ignore. Yeah, I mean, he knows this course better than probably anyone in the field. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, my winner. I've already revealed in the season preview. Justin Thomas. Yeah. God, I really hope he doesn't win, so I don't have to hear it. That is, uh, that is tough. I've, I, I don't hate it, honestly. Um, but man, so rationale here. My rationale here: weather's going to be really shitty. Yep. Course might only be fifty-four holes. I'm not. I, I really wanted to do Scotty because I don't think anyone's going to pick Scotty this week, similar to the way that you did Sentry. Um, I don't want to burn Scotty, Rory, Victor, Homa, Cantway, completely agree. Morikawa, because those guys, I just like don't, I don't want to burn them if it's fluky, right? I, I like those guys at other places. I have other places on my mind for those guys. JT, I don't have a specific place in mind for him. I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win soon. He's in better form than just about everybody. And wind, wedges, don't care about putting. That's that's my recipe for JT. Yeah, man. It's tough to disagree with a lot of things you're saying. Um, and I'm taking the same approach with the, the one and done and with the winners this week. I'm ignoring, for the most part, those boards. You've seen kind of these these numbers play. I don't know how it's going to be. Um, my winner is a guy that I just have not seen anybody latch onto this week, but it's kind of like a weather slash numbers play. Also, this guy never wins. So, uh, true. I know you're going to say fairway. Jesus, Tommy Fleetwood. I think he gets it done and breaks through early this year. Um, yeah, I just, I think this is one of those things where I've seen so many people not like him this week that, and kind of ignore him where I'm just like, I'm going to swoop in and be contrarian. And that's kind of how a lot of my bets have gone this week, as opposed to uh, weeks past where I really look at course fits. But I've thrown a lot out the window just because there's not that MPCC like there usually is. Um, The weather's supposed to be crazy, and it's a no-cut event. So I don't know. I want to see how this goes before I like burn some of the the bigger, higher-end players. Agreed. Agreed. I I even considered specifically for the one and done like dropping down to Ben on or something like that like really like if I if if 
Thursday morning comes around and it's like looking like Sunday's a total wash like it is right now and Thursday, Friday are going to be crazy unpredictable. I might just might just say fuck it and and pick someone who I don't care. Yeah, man. I'm in the uh, uh live live to see another day. I'm in the exact same boat. I uh I think I might go a long shot for this one. There are six, seven more of these elevated events plus the majors. Obviously the live guys are going to be there, but um I find it really difficult. I felt much better about using Scotty early on because that was like a controlled environment at a birdie fest where I didn't think other people were going to pick him. Yeah, for sure. But I would, I would definitely like if I was in your position, I would hold off on that until a uh, a better tournament definitely. where where guys aren't using him. So, yeah, that's the only thing I'm sure about mm-hmm. so far. Yeah, not too confident is that I will not be using him. But I'm excited to watch. No, I love Pebble. So definitely three days of pebble can be that yeah it's gonna be fun um this this was a blast the 2024 season preview uh a lot to look forward to we'll be back uh probably in a couple weeks done a done a few in a row here recap uh pebble get going for the genesis um expecting to be there again this year which i'm super stoked for fuck yeah, yeah. So got some great tournaments coming up. Um, oh, we have the waste too, sandwiched yeah, in between those. Forgot how awesome this golf season is. So, yeah, this is February is just an awesome month. Um, just a roller coaster of tournaments uh, starting this week. So hopefully we get seventy two holes in. Absolutely. Uh, anything else for the listeners, Jacob? Lovely listeners. Nope. Follow socials at Pin Secret Podcast Instagram um threads big on threads these big days um pin seeker blog every week pick some preview um we're gonna start a newsletter and pin seeker pod later fellas